This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 102 and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says our primary calling is to be in personal relationship with God. The work we do is a natural byproduct of that relationship. Joining me on today's show is Angela Harrington. Angela is the founder of Broken, Beautiful, Bold Online Women's Ministry, a life and digital strategy coach for Christian entrepreneurs and the founder of Reengage Social Media Agency, which supports creative business owners and faith-based projects. She loves helping women find freedom and fulfillment in their God-given calling. Angela, she's a wife, she's a mom to five, and she lives in Indiana with her family when they're not traveling around the US in their RV. Now on today's show, Angela is going to share the work that God calls us to do was never meant to be our calling. Don't chase the work or it's going to distract you from your real calling, which is connecting with God daily. She's also going to talk about being a Christian entrepreneur requires you to be a little bit of out of the box because God sits on your board of directors and his vote counts as double. There you go. She's also going to talk about no one can do this alone and no one can do it all the time without resting. So it's so important for us to find balance in what we do. Lots to talk about today on the show. Thank you for joining me, Angela. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to get to connect with you today. Absolutely. And as I was reading through your um, introduction here in your bio, when you're not traveling around the US and in your RV, oh, I, just, I can just imagine because I've seen some beautiful pictures of your countryside from desert right through to the mountains. It's just got such diversity in your country. Similar to Australia, we've got diversity too, but uh, I can imagine ah, yeah. you've been all over. <laughs> where, where have you traveled to? So we did a two-month road trip last year with our three youngest kiddos and, and went up to the kind of northwest forest and then across the Great Plains and into the Black Hills of South Dakota, which is a phenomenal place. Yes. And then dropped down into the Grand Canyon, Arizona, saw the Hoover Dam, Las Vegas, uh, and then cut back across Texas and uh, went to Roswell, New Mexico, which was kind of a kitschy little town, and I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and then swung back through the Magnolia stuff and and uh, checked out the the sites in Waco before we headed home. So yeah. it was wow. kind of a dream come true. And yes. it, nothing will inspire you more mm. than 
getting out and wandering and oh. seeing what's outside your own neighborhood. Yeah, and you know, I, I love going out too, and my husband and I will often go out uh, driving. And I think when we look at nature and we see the incredible brilliance that God is as a creator, when you see the yeah. different animals and just nature itself, you can really see uh, it, it shining through. So that's, that's one of the reasons I love getting out uh, and, and seeing, yeah, nature and, and uh, wildlife too. So thank you for sharing that. Now, you say that the work that God calls us to do was never meant to be our calling. Don't chase the work or it's going to distract us. Share more wow. about this. So we, uh, you know, as Christian entrepreneurs and, and even just as Christian men and women who aren't in business, mm. I think sometimes we get distracted by the things that God puts in front of us that break our hearts, the, the needs that, that we want to meet, the, the wounds that we want to heal, you know, the work that we have to do. And sometimes we get this amazing calling from God and he puts us in a place where we can meet the needs that we're seeing. Mm. But what, what trips us up is we say, okay, God, thanks for my to-do list. I'm going to go do this, make you proud of me, and then I'll come back if I need help. Mm. Or I'll come back when I'm done. And and so then chasing this thing that God has, has really put in front of us becomes an idol because we can't chase it and chase God if they're going opposite directions. Mm -hmm. So we have to just wake up every day and remember that our calling is to sit at the feet of Jesus mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. And the work that happens, the way we love our neighbor, the way we care for the orphan and the widow, the way we feed the hungry, and bring peace to um, crazy situations, mm. that's the natural byproduct. The closer we get to God, the closer we get to the feet of Jesus, mm. the more that stuff just floods out of us. Mm -hmm. And as long as our first step of the day is to sit at his feet, then we don't have to worry about the work becoming an idol. Mm. It doesn't define us. Our relationship with God is what defines us. Yeah, I love the way that you've said that. It's such a great reminder because it can. Um, and I think some of the other conversations that I've had uh, with other guests on the show is, you know, sometimes what we can do in, in similar and aligned with what you're saying is the successes that we are achieving in our business. It's the achievements and the milestones that give us the success and significance that often we seek. But in actual fact, that's not it at all. Our, it, our success right. and significance is in the identity who God says we are, who we knitted together. I love that you reminded it because it's so true because so, so often we talk about our calling and what's our life purpose and so forth. Well, we know our purpose is to serve and love him and through right. that relationship, he will then send us out. And, you know, I think also too, sometimes as women, what we can do is we can look at what other women are doing and men and they're doing this and making such a big impact. The impact mm -hmm. we can have is to go to our neighbor or to go to someone that we know at school who is struggling, be that shoulder, yeah. be that voice of encouragement. That can make an incredible impact. Uh, and that be the, the impact, God yes? God is calling you to something, yeah. that impact he's mm -hmm. calling you to is never too small. Yeah, yeah. Never too small. No matter what busy season you're in or, mm -hmm. or how it feels like everyone around you is getting bigger assignments and having more impact. Mm -hmm. God knows every one of us so intimately that he can match us up with that task that's going to nurture us mm -hmm. and nurture our neighbor. 
So just have to have a little bit of trust in that. Yeah. Maybe like, a lot of trust. Yeah. When I was going to say that, let's talk about, let's unpack this a little bit. And the reason why yeah. is that many of us who are here, we're very, we are ambitious. There's something that's been given to us in our gene, knitted in our gene. And that is because we are driven. And when we're driven in the direction and the will that God wants, I mean, doors will open, pathways, you know, the sea will part. But we have to get to that stage where we are trusting, where we are um we we are content with his timing but for some yeah. of us who like to have a vision and a path and and just be taking those steps that can be easier said than done so let's share some what's some, some things that you've done or seen yeah. that can really help us so i think one of the hardest things as a as a spirit-driven entrepreneur as somebody who is looking to the holy spirit and saying pull me back in a rubber band you know pull me back in a slingshot and just shoot me off that direction i want to serve mm. Sometimes we're not prepared to serve the big needs mm -hmm. until we've spent some time serving the little needs. Mm -hmm. And this is something that it really, this metaphor kind of came out of the travel that we did. I remember being at the Grand Canyon and seeing the water winding through, and they talked so much about the water eroding the walls of the canyon. Oh. So what we, what we don't talk a lot about is that during that erosion process, the walls of the canyon are also changing the chemical composition of the water. Same thing with us when we do ministry or when we do, you know, we run our business in a way that reflects God. We change our community, but we're also changed by our community. Mm. So the way that our path starts, we, we look really different on day one mm -hmm. than we do day 100. And it's not just the bags under the <laughs> eyes or, uh, you know, the gray hair. It's, it's that being in relationship with God every day mm. and serving with him, mm -hmm. allowing him to serve through us every day is transformational. Yes. So when we see the big picture, then we think, okay, I'm going to write a book or I'm going to roll out this coaching course and it's going to go six figures right away. Mm. And it doesn't, we get a little discouraged because we say, but God promised me, he showed me this, he gave me this vision. Mm -hmm. What we miss is that winding river yes. <laughs> that, you know, uh, we've got to get to the point where we're the Russian river and we mm. have the width and the support system and the team and the wisdom and discernment mm. to handle that bigger responsibility. Absolutely. And that's the hardest thing. Oh, it is. Serve. <laughs> but you know, when you start to evolve yeah. and it, it starts to really show, then you, that's when you look back and the, what you're talking about is as he develops our character, the character yeah. and the foundations upon which, as you said, the next season of growth, of expansion, that we are ready to do that. And when you look back, then you realize you can see, I mean, if I look back over my life, I mean, this is 10 years, 20 years in the making. I mean, there's been some serious pulling back, I tell you what. But I can look yeah. back at that and I'm so thankful because I can see had I not gone through that, there would have been some pride, if I'm really honest. There yeah. would have been some pride and there would have, you know, and as we know, pride really comes before a fall. And yeah. I've had sort of one of those as well. But anyway, but it's so true. And there is yeah. to uh, have that patience and, and uh, connect that way. Love that. Thank you for sharing that, Angela. Sure, Talking about being a Christian entrepreneur, you say, requires you to be a little bit out of the box because God sits on your board of directors and his vote counts double. Mm -hmm. Look, we would love the fact that God would sit on our board, but sometimes... Yeah the information that he's giving us and the insights, it's kind of like, mm, no, don't yeah. like that. But as you say, look, we really need to, to take stock of what he's telling us. 
Yeah, and it's really hard because sometimes you'll have to turn down a contract. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll have to choose not to make a sale. Sometimes you'll have to let a competitor swoop into a part of your market and really dominate that mm -hmm. because God says, it's okay, just wait. We're going a different direction. Yeah. Or, you know, what, one of the things that happened to me that was really difficult is I, I'm kind of a junkie when it comes to volunteer work. I love volunteering in my mm -hmm. community. But we got maxed out as a family, as an organization, and I was volunteering with my kids. I was volunteering um, at a local nonprofit that I adore. I was volunteering in so many different capacities that it stalled out my business growth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I basically hit a ceiling where there was no more of me to give. Yeah. And God basically had to sit me down and say, look, you have to walk away from some of these things right now mm -hmm. because if you don't, this business will never be big enough that you can invest in them in a big way down the road, which mm -hmm. is the vision. Yeah. Now, that's the vision that he's given is having massive impact and, and just creating mm -hmm. so much hope in our community. But I was trying to do that at the same time. I was trying to launch my business and mm. I was going through this massive shift in business. So it felt like we had enough room for it, but we didn't. Mm -hmm. And because we were able to listen to what God said, take a step back from some things that we loved doing, but weren't in the right season, our business just exploded in a good way. And yeah. we have had, you know, three, four times the amount of growth over the last year and a half mm -hmm. than we did any previous year. Mm. Because we opened up that space for God to bring in a lot of really cool things. And to be honest, we're having a blast. And yes. we know those nonprofits are close. We know that we can reinvest in them a little bit later. But it's okay mm. to not serve them fully now because we're investing in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, when we know that God has a vision and a plan already mapped out, we can't often see that. And there's a reason why, because if we see where yeah. he was head taking us, we would be thinking like Moses, uh, uh, I think you've chosen the wrong person, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and I exactly. think that's good. He only shows us. And, and one of the things that I'm finding, it's getting easier. Well, when I say it's getting easier, uh, maybe not that, that so, so much, but you know, when things happen, challenges, happen you're able to take a step back and really say all right God what is the lesson that you're teaching yeah. me in in this so speak a little bit about that because sometimes it's in our biggest challenges that when we allow yeah. God to really work through us it can be the biggest thing that catapults us into the next yeah. season share some insights here Sure. So I think the, one of the greatest lessons kind of in that area that we can learn as Christian entrepreneurs is even when we screw it up really bad, mm. we can still get to that place that God is trying to take us to because we're not getting there under our own power. Mm -hmm. We have skills, we have giftings, we have systems, we have teammates, we have all these things in place to help us. But because we're building our business around our faith mm -hmm. and God is the one saying, this is where I want you to go, we, it's not catastrophic if we mm -hmm. make some mistakes. So we have to work kind of hard to, to clean it up and to, to come back from it yes but it we can just we just take that pressure off of ourselves of trying to do everything and be everything and be perfect mm. and just be who god is calling us to be because he says that's enough yeah even if the world doesn't mm -hmm. you know even if the the talking heads on your social media or or on your phone are chirping at you to hustle 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 and work yes. you know 23 hours a day and you know do things that don't align with your family values or with where mm -hmm. god is calling you we don't have to judge ourselves by those methods. So yes. when we make a mistake, when we fall, when we get tripped up, that's really where we get to be out of the box and say, okay, 
that really didn't go how mm. I planned. Mm. <laughs> you know, you know, when the kid wipes out on their bike, they don't just leave their bike in the road and never no. come back. No. You say, okay, I went around that corner a little too fast. Yes. Or, uh, you know, I turned left instead of right. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you, you evaluate it, you debrief it, and you go back to God and say, wow, glad you were here for that one. Yeah. What's next? You know, so, always say what's next. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's so important, I think, to re-emphasize the message that you shared. Things happen. It doesn't mean that we're a failure so at all. It just means we need to look at it differently. And I think for so many of us, and me included, if I look back to some situations where I failed, um, you kind of gave up and you walked away. And it was like, hang on a minute, you just that you were just nurturing in you the next strength or, or awareness that you're yeah. going to take into. And so for someone listening or, or uh, watching today, this may be that season where you can take that growth opportunity and I'd love you to speak more about no one can do this alone you talked about you know that yeah. that message that we often see hustle 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 I look at that and I just I need a break just like that. but you're so true isn't it we can't do it alone and we can't do yeah. it without rest I you know I think the most at risk you can be as a Christian entrepreneur as a ministry founder as, as anyone who's operating within the strength of god within their faith mm. the most at risk you can ever be is when you're trying to do something alone mm -hmm. because we get tunnel vision you know if i have my i have my checklist here for the day mm -hmm. this is what i'm doing have you ever gotten to the end of the day and you're like shoot i don't think i ate lunch <laughs> tunnel vision right <laughs> like that we get so in the zone mm -hmm. that we, we lose sight of some of the things around us yes. that's the same thing that happens in business that's mm -hmm. what happens in ministry sometimes we miss what's going in our marketplace because we're so busy doing the work mm -hmm. sometimes we don't see ourselves starting to chase the work instead of Jesus mm -hmm. and we need to make sure that we have an inner circle of wise and discerning people who are able to say whoa whoa whoa, whoa wait a minute Mm. hang on a minute <laughs> you yes. know they, you need that friend that slips in and brings your lunch you need that friend that slips in and says you know what I'm really worried that you're overextended here mm. let's take a couple hours so we can sort this out yeah or you know, let's go to dinner just mm -hmm. shut it off and let's go to dinner and not be an entrepreneur for an hour mm. and see what happens that's really the key to, to any type of sustainable business. I think so. And I think for many of us as uh, entrepreneurs, we are creative. And I'd love to, before we finish the show, have you share some yeah. of your expertise around what you do, because I know that uh, sharing the message, particularly one that isn't following a worldly uh, you know, getting online is so important as Christian entrepreneurs. So I'll certainly ask you, yes. but one of the things that I think that we need to be reminded of is that that time away from our work, such as for me, if I'm going out into nature, there is a burst of creativity, things that I would not have thought about if yeah. I was in my desk, in my, or, you know, in my office working at my desk and it refreshes us. And we need to remember, I mean, there's a beautiful thing because we have a board that has God sitting on it and he already has yeah. that, their next project, our next plan already aligned. And if we are too exhausted to even take that on, he's not going to give yeah. it to us. So share a little bit about yeah. maybe some of the things that you do to, to build your creativity and really ensure that you're working your, at your best level. Yeah, I think the number one um, reason that we push ourselves so hard is because somewhere inside there's a little voice, there's a little doubt, there's a little seed that says, I'm not enough. Mm. You know, and maybe it said, I'm not blank enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not holy enough. I'm yeah. not 
forgiven enough, you know, whatever the blank may be. And so our response, you know, especially here in this state Mm. is you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you make it happen. So if you're not having the success that you you dreamed of or Mm -hmm. the vision that God gave you, you just work a little harder. But what happens, I heard a fighter pilot once um, call this task saturation. And she said, it's like looking through a drinking straw. Mm-hmm. If you guys have a drinking straw, this is you look silly, but it's a great illustration. <laughs> if you look through it, it's really hard to see what's going on out here. Oh. And she said that even the top gun fighter pilots, best pilots in the world, sometimes get stuck in that task saturation and they're looking in the straw and they crash. Yeah, they crash wow. and they lose their lives because all they could see was the inside of the straw. Yeah. As entrepreneurs, we really have to be guarded against that. Mm. And the only way that you get away from the straw is by walking away. Yes. So maybe your straw is social media. Mm-hmm. And we run a social media agency and it's really easy to get caught up in what are the notifications? Who's emailing me? Oh, this person wants to be a client. Let's jump on it right away so we can serve them well. Mm. Even talking about it, I feel myself just getting kind of anxious and amped up. Mm-hmm. So that time away alone, mm-hmm. that time away with your family, mm-hmm. that time away with people who don't know a thing about what you do, is how you get away from the straw. It's how you break that tunnel vision yes. and make sure that when you wake up every day, you're not just looking <laughs> down the straw, but you can see what's around you. Yeah. The pastor says the miracle is in the margin. Mm-hmm. That's a million dollar statement because if we're not leaving margins in our life, we're missing the miracle. They're still happening, yes, but we're not aware of them because we're so tunnel vision that we can't see that. Yeah, we can't see the redemption that God is is pouring out of our people in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We can't see the spiritual discernment and wisdom bubbling up out of our children if we never unplug long enough to spend time with them yes. and just listen, yeah, and just be present. So it's, it's crucial. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I would say even for some of some of the best mm-hmm. it's not just threat to your business, it's a threat to your life, heart disease, diabetes, all mm-hmm. these other things mm-hmm. that are stress-related. Get out of the tunnel vision, get out of the straw, take some time, make it a priority, and just mm-hmm. see what God unfolds in front of you and see what else he's doing around you. Mm-hmm. And it really will help you not feel so isolated or alone or overwhelmed. Yes, absolutely. Just such great insights there. Talking about social media, I know one of the things that can often be that straw, you know, vision is when we do start to scroll through what other people are doing and that what happens yeah. is we start to compare who we are and where we are at in our business with what we're seeing. And it's sometimes it's just so beautiful and it's like, oh, why doesn't my stuff look like that? What would you say to someone? Because, I mean, this is your expertise. You're alive in a digital Mm -hmm. strategy coach. When you're working with someone, what are some insights that you share that really empower them to to embrace a lot of these tools, which is a great way to get our message out and empower others, but the opposite if we get stuck? Yeah. The first thing I say is shut off your notifications. Mm. We run a six-figure social media agency, and I don't have Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Messenger. I don't have notifications on my phone. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't let people walk into your living room or to your bedroom at night anytime they wanted you to show you a picture of their cat. But that's actually what we're doing mm-hmm. when we have our notifications turned on. So set your healthy boundaries, draw those limits, 
get out, get out of being at everybody else's beck and call. That's the first thing. Mm. The second thing is I feel like so many times we, we just, uh, I feel like we hang around people online that we, we don't want to hang around with. Mm. So, you know, if somebody that I love shares something that's beautiful and amazing and seems perfect, I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. I'm genuinely happy for them most of the time unless I'm having a really bad day. And then it just, it fades and it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. But what I see is that we hold on to friends. <laughs> we hold on to acquaintances. We, we follow pages. We follow coaches just because they have a little bit of power in the world mm-hmm. or because they have a large audience and we want to build that connection. But it makes us miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in groups where it's really negative, they're not your people. Walk away. Yes. If you're... Having conversations, if you see people pop, you know, post people that you've met online, if you see their posts popping up in your newsfeed and every time it makes you go, unfriend them. It is not going to be the end of the world. Set those healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. And then when the beautiful stuff pops up, you're not coming up with this baggage of everybody else's stuff getting in your face. Mm -hmm. And you actually get to enjoy the things that people are posting. And don't feel like every moment is like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's not, I, you know, I, we had a graduation last week and we posted pictures and my kids were actually color coordinated, which was totally an accident <laughs> by the way, but we had all seven of us in a picture. Everybody was looking the right direction. It was sunny. Everybody's hair looked great. Everybody was kind of color coordinated. Yeah. That's a miracle. Yes. <laughs> Walk through my but house wow. now. That is not what it looks like. I left my poor husband downstairs getting the kids ready for bed. Yeah. It probably looks a little more chaotic yeah. at this point. <laughs> so just just give yourself a break and know that their mm. best moments should never be compared mm. to your hardest moment. Yeah. yeah, it's just not the same. Thing. It's so important, so important. I think it's a great reminder that you know it's in those instances too. I find that we have not yet dug deep enough to really understand what makes us unique, and I'm sure that's the sort of thing yeah. that you support your clients with. Because once we understand that, we can. There's a level of inner confidence, isn't there, when we're reminded mm-hmm. of the giftings we've been blessed with. And then our message that we're bringing out to the world, it, it just eliminates a lot of that comparison because we don't know that we don't need to because here's our lane. This is the lane yeah. that we're in. And Absolutely. Um, One yeah. of the most powerful questions you can ask yourself, and I would I would have some Kleenex ready because sometimes this brings up the snotty, ugly. Yeah. <laughs> ask yourself on a regular basis, what does God say about me? Mm. And how does that stand against? these voices that are rolling around in my head mm-hmm. God's not going to sweet talk you he's no. not going to lie to you mm-hmm. he's not going to butter you up just to get you to go out and do some work mm-hmm. he speaks the most powerful truth that has ever existed or ever will exist yes so if he says you're courageous if he says you're creative if he says you're smart if he says you're beautiful if he says you're forgiven who are we to argue with that? Yeah. But we do, right? It's in our head. It's like this broken record. Yeah, but, yeah, but. There's no yeah. but. No, no right. buts in this. Yeah. So God forgave me, but it was because he's a good God and he had to. Mm. I've heard that. I've said that to really? myself. It's not been a long time, thankfully. But little things like that. Like, you know, I'm a great mom, but not right now because I'm letting my kids down. And God's like, mm, no, you're, you're pretty awesome. And we're like, yeah, I will be someday, but I'm not there yet. You know, we argue about these things, and then we wonder why we're so tired all the time. <laughs> <laughs> next time, next time God tells you what he thinks of you, just say, thank you, Lord. 
Yeah. Yeah. And Thank you don't even you. have to believe it, but just don't argue yeah. and let it sit there for a minute and see mm. if it soaks in. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he'll keep saying it until you believe it. Yeah. He'll keep saying it until it soaks in. And if you're a little hard headed like me, he'll start sending other people <laughs> to tell you. Yeah. Never met you. Like, you know, maybe your husband and your kids and mm-hmm. your teachers and everybody. But he'll send a total stranger. This happened to me a couple of weeks ago at a conference. Wow. A woman walked up to me and she said, we were kind of praying in a group over someone and um, she gave me a hug and I said, thank you for being here. This was way beyond what I could do. And she hugged me and she goes, whoa. And I was like, no, she goes, you're powerful and God wants you to know that. And I was like, what? (laughs) I've never met this woman in my life. But God will use the people around you to speak truth. Not everybody speaks truth. That's why that inner circle is so important mm. and why you can be so many people. So important. Yeah, just be, give him a maybe. Mm. Just be okay. <laughs> just, just don't argue and just say, you know, that might be true. I'm not feeling it yet, but. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll do it your way for a little while and see what happens. Exactly. Love it, love it. So, uh, Angela, share with us um, kind of the services that you do and what's the best way for people to connect with you? Yeah, so the easiest way to get a hold of me is on my website, AngelaJHarrington.com, or on Facebook, and it's Harrington spelled H-E-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N. Um, Facebook's my favorite platform among some other ones, but that's mm-hmm. the one I love. Mm-hmm. The way that we support Christian entrepreneurs is we run a social media agency. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll specialize in Facebook. That's really what we love to do, ads and content creation, inspiration, all those things. And if you're building a business and you just need a little bit of help with the strategy, or maybe you already have a successful business mm-hmm. and you're ready to take it to six figures, I do offer some private coaching. My husband also offers some different coaching on the social media mm-hmm. side where we really lay out strategies and walk with you during those massive seasons of transition and scaling mm-hmm. your business. And we get to do it from a faith perspective, which is my favorite thing. When yeah. I show up on a call, you get a pastor, you get a master's <laughs> in seminary, you get a business coach, you get a certified life coach, and you get a friend who gets mm-hmm. to walk through this with you. So it's just, that's my favorite part about what we get to do is, is being able to work one-on-one with clients who are really listening to God and saying, okay, let's do this. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but let's yeah. do it. <laughs> that's right. I oh, just love that. Of course, we'll put all of the uh, the links uh, to the, your social media connections and your website on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE 102. One of the things I'm doing, Angela, for all of my guests as we finish up the show is just to say a word of prayer. May I do that thank for you today? I would love that. Yes, I would appreciate okay, that. Thank you. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to hear uh, from Angela today, her testimony, her story and her insights. Father, we just uh, thank you for reminding us that uh, we are not what the world says that that we are. We are not who uh, our achievements and our business, but we are who you say we are. We're forgiven, we are loved and we are so very blessed and we just thank you, Lord, that uh, we're reminded of that today. Father, we just want to uphold Angela and her husband and her children to you today. Will you continue? Continue to bless them, show them continued favor as they continue to support other Christian entrepreneurs in taking their message out into the world to impact the lives of many. Many, Lord, who don't yet know you and don't yet know the incredible love and forgiveness that you offer them 
And Father, we just want to pray for people who are listening and watching today that they will have been blessed as well through the message that Angela shared. As Christian entrepreneurs, Father, we, we look to you first. We always need to, to, uh, to connect with you first. And then from there, we can go out and share the message that you've placed on our heart. Father, we just want to ask this in the precious name of your Lord and Saviour, Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the show. Just, uh, I'm just so blessed to, to meet some incredible entrepreneurs such as yourself each and every day. Um, it's like meditation all, all day on, on the word and uh, it, it's been fantastic. But uh, thank you so very much and continue awesome. blessings with the work Thanks that you're doing. Me. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.